Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Majestic Zero Clicks podcast. If you like our content, please like and subscribe. It really helps us out. If you're interested in learning more about the Bronze Age format and the Majestic's Open Series, please check out openseries.majesticccg.com. Also, if you want to learn about Heroclix strategies, tactics, and lists from the game's top players, please visit majesticccg.com slash apex insiders. Lastly, if you're looking for Heroclix singles, please visit our eBay stores at stores.ebay.com slash majesticsheroclix and stores.ebay.com slash clickscollective. All the links for everything I just talked about is below in the description. And again, my name is Jeff. And as always, my new co-hosts, Clay Wood and Patrick Booth. What's How up, you doing, folks? Man? Hi, everyone. Ooh, sorry we had to take a week off there. Uh, I had some family stuff going on, and it was good to take a little break. Uh, but we're going to hit it strong, we're going to hit it hard, and we're going to talk about a new topic that I don't believe we've really got into on this podcast before. Um, we're going to talk about pulp. Oh. Bronze Age podcast talking about pulp. So we're shaking it up a little bit. Uh, the reason we're kind of kind of dig into a little more is at the upcoming ICQ in Las Vegas on the weekend of the 18th and the 19th. Uh, the side event is going to be pulp. So we'll dig into pulp this week, and then next week we'll start looking at the Bronze Age team, kind of priming it, seeing what, what you think we're going to see at this event. Uh, so, gentlemen, you guys are much more versed in the pulp format than I am. Uh, where do you guys want to start off today? Uh, I think I'm going to start with a quote uh, from a very good hero quick player out here. There's a, and he would say this: There's a major difference between pulp and the rest of hero clicks. The rest of hero clicks, you set up your attack run, and there's nothing that usually can stop it. But pulp is where fundamentals are the most important thing, and your placement matters. Okay, I think that's that's true, right? Because there's not a lot of extra gimmicks. Uh, you're just playing with the figures on the map. Uh, re- with the new set, uh, the t- there's two equipment that I believe are legal for pulp, right? Uh, th- there no. is no equipment. Oh, that's right. There's pulp. no equipment, even though they have like the uncommon or whatever rarity. Uh, right. Even though they to- are technically correct in the rarity slot, they are still equipment, so you can't play them. Ah, yep. see, see, I'm learning as I'm as we're doing this. I love it. All right. Uh, you guys want to check? Yep, I had to look it up myself just the other day, and it is characters only. Yep. Okay. Yes, okay. So. And that's correct because a lot of other podcasts make that mistake. They think you can play motorcycles, but you can't. I wish, right? That'd be too good. All right. Uh, why don't we start off with looking at the meta page uh, on HC units? I'm going to share my screen. Uh, Clay, do you feel it would be more accurate? to look at the Can you see my screen? I was going to say, yeah, more accurate to look at October versus November. Okay. You guys can see the screen. Everything looks happy. Oh, look, it's the queen of pulp at number one. Yeah, dude. Uh, so right off the bat, Poison Ivy is bay. Like, I even know this, right? Because uh, she's so good and sealed. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that all good things in sealed are good in pulp. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But she is is a very good drop flurry, eleven for three. Mm-hmm. All right, um, and okay, we don't have the function that I can look at similar similar figures with her. We're just looking at the meta units. Okay, uh, what do you what do you guys think of Poison Ivy? 
you think she deserves to be number one? Yes, very much so. Uh, there's a lot of figures that are out there that combo with her very, very well. Um, that can just get her across the field. Perfect example was the number six on this list on this um, uh, screen I'm looking at. Falcon is her best is her best friend because not only is Falcon going to pick her up and go, he's probably also taken like the likes of uh, is it Red Widow that's going to go with her for the flurry for the flurry yeah it's it's just all bananas there you go just Red Widow yeah very good very good yeah what do you think Clay oh because he shares the soldier keyword with Red Widow correct. Got it. Okay. okay, yeah, that's a good combo. I like that. So you could drop her for free, or place her after moving through her, and then they get to be, then it's not carrying, right? You get to charge Flurry afterwards? Yeah, so you can carry Poison Ivy and then drop Red Widow. Wow. All right. That's That sounds gross. And since Poison Ivy never really attacks, she's given the empowered to Red Widow, as well as to the plants that she's going to drop. Jeez. All right. That sounds strong. All right. So that's that's a good uh, 80, 50, 50, is it? Yes. Sir. 45. Yep. So 175 points of a team. That sounds like a solid start. Uh, so those are like the close close attackers. Uh, it looks like our next couple of friends here are some range. I know Deathstroke has been. They are the counter to Poison Ivy. Also, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Deathstroke has definitely been popular since he first came out. Everyone loves his pulse waving more than one opposing character, and you get to roll a d6. So it's like a pseudo blades of uh, dividing the damage between the two. Uh, he's very strong. Again, this is another character that ignores characters for movement. So similar to Red Widow, they both can do that. Uh, just put them both on the team, right? It seems. Seems you pretty good. Can. The only problem that I've ever had with Deathstroke is on his lower point dial, he just feels like he's a little too weak in the attack department. Mm-hmm. Right? 10 doesn't cut the mustard against 18s, we usually say out here in Vegas. Yeah, 100 so, points is definitely the sweet spot. Yes. Uh, he does have the wild card, so can you wild card the Batman enemy from Poison Ivy? You can, uh, but usually most people that I've been seeing playing are either choosing, or they're making the choice between him and Red Widow. And uh, Red Widow is a better answer against the likes of Blue Marvel and him than he is against them. Okay. Very cool. All right, so we have Blue Marvel, another range friend. Obviously playing him at low points. Yeah. Unless you're Uh, nuts. Another running shot pulse wave, you know, with a with the, the knockback to give you the extra damage. That's 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 like really good. Yeah, pulse wave knockback is is about as cream of the crop as you're going to get, right? The cream has risen to the top of that barrel. Uh, I also like how if he is a target of a range attack, you heal him after you heal him one click, and you remove a token. Yeah, he's very very good. The problem that I've seen players that have him on their team is that if they're playing against a seasoned player and they know just to poke him to get mm-hmm. him off that running shot and outwit they just usually leave him alone and mm-hmm. he's just not as effective then uh so i see that he has super strength are you allowed to play terrain in pulp you can play standard terrain yes 
Okay, but not the good ones, right? Not the, Correct. Not the anchor. Okay. Correct. So then that's an extra plus one if you want to hit the charge. And it gives you also get the knockback charge too, right? Because of super strength? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. So he's, he's still somewhat of a threat. But yeah, that running shot pulse wave, definitely not as scary. Uh, hey, Jeff, are you able to zoom out a little bit so we can get the whole card in there? Uh, yeah. Is that better? That's better, yes. Thank okay. you. I just wanted to make it a little easier so we could see the the words, but yeah, now that looks looks a little better. Uh, what do you think of Doctor Strange, Mr. Wood? Doctor Strange is fantastic. He's probably one of the most efficient pieces in pulp, mm-hmm. and he so you know leadership, TK, perplex, great defenses. You punch him once, he's probably going to heal because he's got a couple clicks of regen, mystics. It, but the TK as free to reposition himself is also fantastic. He's got six range, which not a lot of characters do at this point. I feel that's so, pretty rare. And then he has the ability to pull in these Astral, Doctor Strange, and the Wong, both of which have enhancement. And so all of a sudden your range team is really starting to you know, do some real damage once you, once you get one or two of them out. So, and all for 40 points. <laughs> so. Do you think the, the Astral Stranges and the Wong are a risk for points, or do you think they're worth... Do you think do you think them bringing them in outweighs the risk of them scoring them? I do. They're not that bad in terms of points. They, uh, you know, if, you're, if your opponent is wasting actions trying to get rid of them, I think you're, that, that is winning for you. Okay, okay. I would agree with your statement. I know uh, we refer to him as like the Swiss Army knife of pulp, since you know he brings you that leadership that you're always looking for, TK mm-hmm. and the perplex. And you know he's got senses, and he can just roll yeah. out of the attack too, right? So the leadership alone probably makes him worth it because I, he's one of the cheapest, most effective leaderships in pulp. I was going to say out of <laughs> the other five figures we looked at, no one else has leadership, right? Correct. Correct. But you're about to get to the next one that does. Yes, we are. All right. Uh, yes, Harley Quinn, 50 points. I love. So I love how the top six figures, three at half of them, ignore characters for movement. Yeah. Like, that must. I, I, that's not a coincidence, right? Not at all. No. All right. Uh, so she pairs well. She pays very well with Poison Ivy because they kind of feed off of each other, giving plus one to attack and damage if the other one's hit and they get the free Artemis, excuse me if the other one's if they attack the gotham city underworld right so where where does she fit into some of these teams so gotham city underworld is just a fantastic theme team in this and then she and be by being able to give some random character that keyword she gives you a lot of extra flexibility to fill in gaps with any support power or something else that you're missing. Um, and so, and then she combos amazing with Poison Ivy. And, and so the two of them alone are a force to be reckoned with. Uh, who do you guys think would be the best person to give the Gotham City Underworld keyword to that doesn't already have it? Well, you uh, have a list right in front of you. I, I usually <laughs> give it a dead fair, shot. Dead shot's usually a good shot out of it because I don't think he has it because I think he has Arkham instead. <laughs> I think you're right. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we looked at Falcon hanging at number six. Again, yeah. he does the move, F resolutions, 
choose a standard friendly character that shares a keyword uh, with Falcon that he moved through during this action. If you do place them adjacent to him, uh, so that's one of the things strong. I was going to say about Falcon that people usually don't think of when they put him on this, your team is you get wild cards on your team like Deathstroke. He totally provides that Avenger theme, uh, Avenger team ability. Bonus, yeah. Uh, and it's just, they're like, oh, why is that so good? Because, well, guess what? I mentioned before that Deathstroke has the problem of the 10 attack. I'll put a Falcon on your team, and then uh, now you have 11s, and 11s can hit 18s better. Uh, very true. Uh, so it came up, I had a rules question come up in one of our league games last Monday. Um, so if you wildcard the Avengers, you still get the plus one attack. Yes. yes. Yeah, because it's, because of the ability, it says for all characters with this team ability, at the beginning of the game, choose a team ability. Yeah. So that's like a global game effect um, that anyone that copies it gets a plus one attack against that TA. So uh, it was a good, it was an interesting question because I it kind of took them a little while to understand why, but so yeah, like you said, copying it is a huge advantage, right? Because before Avengers go oh, plus one movement, right? That's moving. And it was only uh, during I think move actions, which even made it worse. Yeah, like vanilla moves. Yep. All right, uh, you guys are talking about Deadshot. This guy, this guy is scary, sneaky, good. That guy slaps is what the answer is. <laughs> so, I like if you so if you're playing him with the Doctor Strange, you talked about getting a bunch of enhancements. Uh, how do you guys think that plays out? Um. So one of the things we've been discussing out here is that if you wanted to go off of the, um, the target ability that these guys have, pulp yeah. is the is the place to really do it. Because a lot of the primary guys that you're going to use during a target team are already pulp-oriented. And yes. this is it's why rage. you use him. Rage. rage is a war. Mm -hmm. You may not get prime talent, obviously, because of, you know, no primes in pulp. Uh, oh, it's good to know. Right, so that's okay. But what you do with him is you pair him with your, doc your D Strange, that lovely... Uh, leadership one we just were talking about mm -hmm. because if you god forbid make one astral strange all you need is one this guy now has a permanent friend because that guy has enhancement uh do you guys know of other ways to bump his damage up uh other than the, the enhancements shield uh, shield is a good one yeah Ooh, a shield pump uh, also, the BTU uh, Starfire from the starter set. Yeah, twenty-five hands. Yeah, she's really good too. I think that I think that, and I think the Stranges are the only ones that have the enhancement that's worth it, right? Uh, yes, I think Doctor Strange though always eggs etches her out because he just brings so much to the goddamn. Uh, so you were talking about the. The shield TA, right, Clay? So if you can get three shield guys next to him, he now has a 12 range. Uh, yep. 11 range, excuse me. I can I can do math. 11 range where he can shoot people. That's, that's pretty much full board. Sidestep, 13, that's that's the board. Put, the a race, put a race with him so you can switch the target. Mm -hmm. That, you know, God forbid the guy's not in range, even though you have a 12 for some reason. Yeah, that's, that seems pretty good. 
All right, yep. we have to look at something like that. All right, this this guy kind of surprises me. Uh, obviously, you're playing him at low points, right? You're not gonna not gonna big boy him in. Um, I would say seventy five points. I think I, I don't know why he's not number one. I'll be honest, or at least two. Uh, I think he's better than Deadshot. Did uh, did you do your search under pulp specifically? Yes, yes. this is modern age pulp main force. This yeah. is for October. Uh, if we do, we'll we'll take a quick glance at November before we we finish here. Uh, I believe he is number one in November. So yeah. it's only like five days in November, though. So <laughs> yeah, the, the the date is a little skewed. A little. Uh, yeah. So he was on sixty four teams in the month of October. Uh, so why do you like him, Clay? Like I, I'm oh, a little yeah. apprehensive about him. I just think you know any character that. So, sorry. I'll, let me phrase this. He's like he's a win condition. If you don't, if he, <laughs> if you don't deal with him immediately, he's going to get to top click okay. very quickly, and he's and he will just you know start blasting your opponent, pot shot, like pot shotting things. Okay. I mean, I think he's so better he's... than Deadshot because you can't base him. You can't. Uh, he he has he's much beefier. He has. Uh, the giant willpower, so he's pulling tokens off himself almost every turn. Okay, okay. He, he can All create right. he he can create his own hindering terrain, <laughs> like to, and then gets stealth to hide in it. Like you can't you can't stop him, you can't outwit him. Like I would absolutely he is he is absolutely without a doubt worth fifteen points more. So okay. I disagree with playing him at seventy five. Um, because a if you played him as part of a team, your team is going to fuel his clicks. Uh, you know, because 35 points is a lot in pulp. 35 points is almost a falcon, if you want to think of it that way. And you just, I usually like using him as your second wave, if you want to call it that. You could totally do that. But right. regardless, I don't know why. I, I still stand by my statement. I don't know why he's number one or two. Uh, I have a, a a theory on your answer for that, though. My theory is because everyone sees him more as Black Lantern team. I need my chases. No chases means he's not good. That's why a lot of people probably are not thinking of him for Pulp, because his only Black Lantern friend is Black Hand, and I'm assuming he is not even on this list. Or not even in the top yeah. 25. So, like, I do see what Clay's saying, because the Black Lantern team does not work without Necron. Correct. Like, it does not function whatsoever without Necron. So, just him, like, like, I see what he's saying. Like, him healing by himself definitely makes him a threat. But I do agree with what Patrick said, is how you play him at the lower points, and then anytime a f opposing character's KO'd, then he, dude, he heals, he heals, and then he can start kind of taking the pod shots and healing himself with those KOs. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. No, no, no he's, okay. he's great. I see I, it. He's, he's totally fine even at 40 points just because you get prob. And if you just keep him in the back, hiding, you know. In the stealth, yeah. Hurt, just ramping up, up his dial, like, yeah. he's And then, you know, because if you kill just like, if you kill half the oppo opponent's team with other stuff, and then he gets heals up to top dial. That that game is over. You're not mm -hmm. going to be able to. You can't kill him with half a team. Like, and who outranges him besides Deadshot, right? And you have to That's move it. up Deadshot That's very it. far. Yes. 
Okay. Uh, All right. I, I'm even sold like on. the guys that I've I played that are shooters, like Common Superman from BTU, uh, they may be able to outshoot him, but it's not going to be that effective. And uh, you're going for the 40 point guy versus the rest of the team, right? Correct. That that's like the real thing is like, all right, I have 260 points for you guys to go after, or how about my 40 point prob? I was, right? yeah, was going to say like. I'm an idiot. This guy has prop. Like, of course, he should be on the team. <laughs> Gotham City Underworld. Here we go, guys. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> now, here's they the thing. Like, he, he's so with Poison Ivy, it's pretty easy to get her across the map. She has exploit, and so she can just tear through that in Vuln. Mm-hmm. And it, now, so I, I want to skip ahead a little bit. I actually think the thing that he pairs the best with is number 18. Oh, okay. And I don't know why Manifold is this far down the list. Because <laughs> he is crazy good. Uh, so now you put him next to next to Necron. And now mm-hmm. Necron has combat reflexes. They both have stealth. Yep. So you so, can't... So trying to poison Ivy, kill Necron is really, really hard when they all have combat reflexes. So I love that you brought him up because one of the things that we've been chatting about a lot in town is who's the best carrier him without an Ivy hands down, right? It's him because you pay 75 points for him. You pay 80 points for Ivy, right? And now Ivy has a 20. And if you place it correctly, uh, all the plants are now have reflexes as well. And then you also said, we also talked about shield. Well, here's, here's your shield. Yep. Okay. And then nice. you play the next character on the list. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, it's a wild oh. card with enhancement. <laughs> it's uh, a dude. Why didn't we talk about him for the enhancement? Because uh, I think he breaks the theme that we would need for uh, assassins. For assassins or whatever, but yeah. like. So now you have your enhancement plus, you know, your two shields. <laughs> and then, yeah. Good, too good. All right, I like it. Ooh, Orb. We'll get to him in a little bit. I I think Orb didn't make it on enough because the set dropped kind of late. Yeah, but. he's brand new. He shouldn't count anyways because he uh he's not modern legal. So yeah. All right. Uh, Red Widow. We talked about her earlier. She's that's just it. a straight up charge flurry exploit piece. Uh, Twelve for three. Like that's doesn't get much better. Uh, and again, she has stealth, ignores characters, blades. Uh, and if she use, once per turn when she uses it, she rolls a one or two. Uh, after resolution, she may make a close attack. So she, technically, she could get three attacks a turn. Yep. Yes. And then the one thing that's kind of unique to her is if you have some way of increasing your blade's damage, right, uh, it only checks for the die roll, not how much damage she did. What do you have an example of? So we came into this when we were playing. So this is not pulp, this example. Genesis. This is a good example for Genesis, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but it's, good that, she... it's good to point out, though, it's not damage done. It's the die roll, which is important for her. The, how does she share a keyword with Genesis? Uh, I have warrior. no clue how the person did it. <laughs> Interesting, okay. I want to see. I want to talk about that. All right, uh, Mr. Adam. So, are you guys thinking full points, low points? 
this guy's butts. I, I never like Black Adam. And if you like like these super tentpoles, more power to you. It's not my play style, but I'm assuming that somebody probably either played him as a 200 point just brick shit house and tore through it, right? Because these power cosmic mystics that goes, I'm in your face, and now start hitting me. I'm gonna mystics your entire team. Because the one thing in pulp that's always out there is that since you're playing these guys that are common, uncommon, rare, they tend to be a little short-lived, and this guy is just the opposite of that. So, or, And he also deals two damage to the attacker. Correct. Or they played him on his lower points, and they suckered people into uh, hitting him. Mm-hmm. You know, with I think he has Mastermind on that on those uh, those uh, defense friendly, abilities. So no, no, it's uh, he has Invincible, and then friendly characters within range can use Mastermind. Uh, friendly characters within range and line of fire, excuse me, can use Mastermind, but only Mastermind, but only target Black Adam regardless. Yeah, of the which then just activates his Mystic Team ability even more. Yeah, so he deals two to the main attacker, and then every, one pen to every uh, all opposing within three squares of the attacker. Yeah. So. <sighs> If you're smart, you spread out and you can avoid it, right? Like, it should be... If you know what he does and you can read, it should be avoidable enough, right? Reading is fundamental, and there's too many people that just don't know how to do that. That's fair. So I think thanks. he's higher than he deserves to be. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't... I'm surprised he's so high. I don't know so, if people are playing him at 2 or 100. I'm, I'm think, surprised there. I think he's the easy tent pull to go to if you don't want to think. Maybe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like... Hypersonic out, boom! I hit you for five. Okay, what can you do? I oh yeah, he, he he he! You TK him out, uh, and he yeah. hypersonic speed and just obliterates a guy and then goes hit me. See what happens. Yeah, you know, like he's in your face and like the whole team is together, right? Like that's the strategy. Uh, but he ignores blocking, so the barrier you can't really barrier him out. I haven't seen any barrier pieces yet so far in the pulp. Uh, maybe we can do a search for that in a little bit, but I definitely think, yeah, this guy's kind of kind of poops. I don't see him making it very far in an event. All right, uh, Rage, he's pretty much specifically on the assassin team, right? Yeah, he doesn't really do a whole lot other than like his assassin target like manipulation. Red Widow uh, and assassin, she is. Yes. Okay, yeah. so she so- can go. He pairs really well with Deadshot, right? Deadshot kills the target. He gets to regenerate the target. And so you could just kind of keep farming points from low figures. Low point mm-hmm. figures. Yeah. And, and it, the Assassin team, uh, it kind of sneaks up on you because you're like, oh, cool, I killed 100 points. He only has 80, but he's killed three targets, and your opponent's like, oops, that's an extra 75 points there, you know? And he gets the gen guys, right? Yes. All right. I feel uh, it's expensive, though. I, I don't know. I feel like, eight, you know... Like he, he's expensive. specifically for the Assassin team. You're not playing them on... It. Like, yeah. the other figures we kind of looked at, um, I'd say 9 and up, are pretty versatile, and you could fit on a lot of different teams, right? Uh, he's specifically Assassins, right? You're not putting them on anything else. Yeah, yeah. He'll, prob- he'll probably <laughs> still always stay in the top 25, as long as Deadshot's up and, like, above him. I would yeah. assume, uh, but I would not be surprised if, like, when Wheels of Vengeance comes out and we start tracking November, you watch him drop, like, five positions. I would imagine so. Uh, and we have the Goon. Goon at number 12. Uh, che- cheap, uh, cheap and power, baby. Yeah, yeah. plasticity, poison. 
He makes poison ivy just that much better. Mm-hmm. Yep. And does he share a keyword with Falcon? That's the question. Nope. Uh, yeah. Brute. Brute, but you nope. can make you can make him Gotham City Underworld. Ooh, you could, you could. All right, so that's a thing. All right. Uh, so this guy specifically for the Gotham City Underworld team, uh, I I played a version of Pulp with his. Uh, it was basically my SEAL team from Worlds, uh, but instead of Two Face, I put him on here. So all my little bystanders that I pop out have Mystics. All the like plants are Mystics now. Yay. Is annoying. Uh, him and the twenty-five point Harley is really good. With the, now they're all Mystics and Suicide Squad. Do you guys see him fitting on anything else? No, he's butts otherwise. Okay. I mean, uh, but he's yeah. fantastic for what he does. Like it's he's just expensive. He, he definitely makes the Gotham City Underworld teams sing. And he's a super tie at piece, like shape change, super senses, yep. right? Yep. And poison. Ooh. Classic. Like you're not. He's gonna lock you down. You can't. You're gonna get the rollouts. It happens. Uh, this guy. All right, leader. So he's got that super mind control. Uh, when he uses it, he ignores it. Hindering, elevated, and characters for a grand total of six. Uh, this guy definitely needs some shield friends. He's got he, prob. I was going to say, he is your replacement for Doctor Strange. Interesting. If you don't need a leader, like a leadership. Play if you already have one. I think they're both fantastic. I mean, totally. he's, like, he's your prob TK, but he also is a huge threat with that mind control. Mm-hmm. So he's, and, and super cheap. You, yeah. Nobody else other than Necron in the in the rest, you know, before this had prob. But would These you want a super cheap prob? Do you want to drop seventy five points on support that doesn't attack? He uh, in... he absolutely attacks. Triple target mind control. Dude, he's attacking is... three tar- He's atta- three people are attacking with his for just him, right? Oh yeah. So I, I guess my question would be because I see what you guys are saying. If you paired him with Doctor Strange, I forget is Doctor Strange a flyer that because if then. The no. Doctor Strange just carries him around. He does not fly in Forge. Yeah. You, Falcon you flies. A, yeah, but Falcon's going out with your attack, like your primary attackers, not your secondary and tertiary attackers. So right. My only concern would be how can we get his attack up? Yeah. Because yeah. he's like ten's a little, ten's a little rough. Uh, so I know Strange has perplex. Have we seen any other perplexes as we've gone through? I don't think so. Right. Uh, not uh, not that it's effective. I mean, have we seen any Hydra or PD? I don't think so, no. We have um, seen a couple <clears throat> wild cards, though. So, the Gotham City Underworld thing, right? Is there a way to give wild card to anyone with Gotham City Underworld keyword? Because I know that those figures kind of do things with each other i haven't looked into it too much i'm just uh bouncing the ideas btu ones all don't play they play off of the team Please. ability okay uh the only ones that do stuff with the keyword are usually like uh like kite man and some of the the higher rarity ones like ivy doesn't really do anything for uh underworld other than like i get to strike back for free yeah. Same thing with Harley, right? Uh, they're more just, reactive rather than per, like giving stuff. I'm just thinking if we get him I think wild you guys card. are overthinking it. Like he's 35 points. He's not your main attacker. He's he is a he just he is a threat. He doesn't need to be like a 12 attack. 
Okay. He's we'll just prop. say he's tertiary. He's your prop TK. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I agree with you. Th- and he's got TK, right? Yeah. Yes. Like 35 points. You have so you have like, you know, what? That's a seventh of your team. Or sorry, that's much. That's a uh, that's not a one tenth. A tenth of your team. Yeah. Like a little like, more than a know. tenth, right? Like, yes. He, he is your 15%. support with a, but he's support that can be a massive threat if not dealt with. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Okay. No, you're right. I am overthinking it. Good, good call, Clay. I appreciate that. I'm always, I'm always trying to maximum things, right? I get it. I get it. The, but the mentality. You know, in pulp, like ten is a totally respectable attack. No, no, <laughs> there like, are more seventeens in pulp. That is true. Because, yeah. like I said, like I, I so, this is a learning lesson for me. So ten, yeah. tens are respectable in pulp, guys. I totally. like it. So your your defense here is your next unit. All right. Ooh. 19 oh, this, defend. All right. I was go. curious why Militant was on here, but I see it now. And he's uh, an assassin character. as well. So, Ooh. yeah, he's part I of the race that. team. Yeah. Um, he doesn't really get to use his cool move shield uh, TA guys unless they are wild carters. Right. Which there was a few, right? Wasn't, uh, what's his Go- name? The, uh, the goons are. Um, and Deadshot is a wild card. Oh, no, Deadshot uh, is not a wild card. L, L, I suck. Deathstroke. Deathstroke is. So that's pretty solid. But that, if you're playing him with Deathstroke, you're probably playing a more expensive Deathstroke then. Got you. Yeah. Right. And um, the, the, that would be half your team between those two, right? Correct. And like, realistically, what I've been seeing a lot in Pulp is it is more effective to have more people or more characters in pulp than it is to have like less characters that are more meaty because then you get out action and you get swarmed. No, that makes sense. Like that's always the thing that I've talked about with people is like, if you get out action, like it's pointless. It doesn't matter if you have bigger attacks, higher defenses, mm-hmm. you're going to get out action. They're going to hit you. You're going to go you're, down. What did Mr. Mackey always say? You're going to have a bad time. <laughs> but uh 19 defend is nothing to shake at especially when we're seeing 11s and 10 attacks right yeah totally. only and ones it's, and it's three clicks of it too so it's not like it's easy to super easy to get rid of the only Correct. 12 we've seen was deadshot uh red widow is his his arch enemy because mm-hmm. she's a 12 with three which pushes him right oh, off you're right you're right you're right and, and black adam i guess but that guy's just gonna incinerate anyone Nobody's nobody's playing Black Adam. Yeah. <laughs> like, if but they are the hit of five, though. Like, all right, you might go two and two, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, lead. So another leadership. This is our second leadership we've seen. No, no, no. Uh, Rage had leadership, but that's hyper specific to the team, right? And again, uh, I mean, oh, oh, for assassin. Yeah, and again, so he's hyper specific to assassin again. This is a yeah. low point guy that you could probably play on some different teams, right? Yeah, yeah uh, you could you could swap him out for Rage and be like, you know, what? I'm going to be okay with one target, and be like, I'm going to make an assassin team that like he gives Deadshot the 19 and protects him. Plus, he's providing the Hydra team ability, so I can reduce some atta- uh, defenses a bit. What do the Hydra agents do? Do we know offhand? Uh, they are just cheap. Little guys that have a running shot and pulse wave. I think so, yeah. 
And then can he spit out the big one or just the little ones? Only the little ones. So yeah, he spits out the rank shot pulse wafers. Okay. Ah. And and power, right? So that's not something oh, to shake at. No power, no power, buddy. That's that's nothing there. Actually, right. that's the wrong one. Oh. It's oh. this one. Yeah, so. it's number four, right? That was yeah. like the wrong one. So they are the crappier one. Okay, so it's running shot. Red Skull pumps out the Avengers. Okay. Forever. All right, thank you, sir. But still, you pump out one of these guys, get an extra minus one to defense because of Hydra, it's worth it. And just to remind everyone, Hydra is when an adjacent friendly character makes a range attack, modify target's defense if they're in the line of fire. So very similar to PD, correct? Yes. All right. All right. Uh, we'll go down the line a little more because I, okay. like, I, like, I like the brain. Uh, he's another one that I think probably should get some attention right uh he's your 35 point leadership so this is this is probably the most second versatile leadership next to strange that's not little that's not very specific and after he's been carried he may be given a non-free action so he can mind control 11 attack uh one target seven range that's actually pretty impressive Yes. Uh, the only other seven range was Necron. And Deadshot. Yeah. And Deadshot. Uh, Deadshot has a six. It's right? a six, but, but it's an eight if it's a tar- if it's attack- attacking the target. Right. right. Hey, remember, he also has sidestep in six, so it's kind of like a pseudo eight. And he ignores characters, though. So that's, that's pretty huge. Uh, I think Deadshot does ignore a lot when he shoots, too. What, with the target. No, you even without. Regular. Oh no, you're right. He does. Okay, yeah. okay. So again, this I I think Brain's actually really good. He's been on my radar. Um, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? He's always been really good. Um, I'm assuming he's on here for the Gotham City Underworlds, uh, because you just bring him into the into the keyword. Mm-hmm. And now he's getting all the cool stuff from all his best friends because they're gonna carry him. Right, like you can make use of that, like like I was saying before, I don't really like that fifty point Joker unless he's on a Gotham City U 100%. team because then he gives him all the Mystics. Uh, but you can use the Joker to carry this little guy around, and it's a nice little eighty five point combo where it's like, all right, Joker's give doing his thing. He ties people up. How's uh, the Joker carrying you? Because he's tiny. The brain. Ah, oh, you're right. I see that now. Good call. Good right. call. All right. He carries him around. He places him <laughs> for the outwit. He does the cool mind control. Joker becomes a taxi that you're like, I got to kill a 50-point guy with super senses and shape change because otherwise I'm going to get it masterminded to him. And he's already a mystic, so now I'm punching a mystic with shape change and super senses. This sucks. Or you yeah. waste an outwit on him and finish off a 35-point little guy. Eh, take your poison. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I feel like he should be higher. I think that's the first one I think I felt should be higher. What do you think, Clay? I think his issue is his keywords are weak. For they don't okay. work with they don't really work particularly well with all the other stuff that we just saw. Mm-hmm. So and that so kind of brings and because he needs to share a keyword in order to use his uh, non-free action after being carried, yeah. that's his liability. Uh, oh, he has to be carried. Okay, so yeah. the mastermind he has to share a keyword with because he's low points, yep. and he has to be carried by someone that he shared a keyword with. Okay, 
Yeah. I see it. I see the issue now. This is why he's so low. So he could become better if the meta game around keywords changes. So that's fine. Take quick, quick little side note. How important is theme team in pulp right now? Not at all. So is it better to play theme, or do you think just going playing all the best stuff is going to be your your ticket to win? I think oh, theme is okay, so. but it doesn't. Sorry. So there's one team that I think it's really good that we haven't talked about at all, which is Monster. Hey, Ooh. okay. Monster's so versatile. And and the reason why it's so good is because the, the, there's a few figures that are further down the list, particularly Solomon Grundy, and mm-hmm. we now have a map that's effectively all water. Yes, Solomon Grundy is really hard to kill. Necron is a monster. Um, like there are some great monsters, uh, and if you can win map, put them on the water map, you're in good shape. That's what that's the team that. That theme matters. I think I think when we hit November, just a quick glance at that, we'll see more of the monsters show up. Oh yes, yes. All right, I would agree with that statement. So, all right, Cyborgman, uh, another taxi we talked about specifically for Gotham City Underworld. Uh, he benefits the most. Other than that, he can carry two, but two for forty-five points with a perplex, I feel is a little overcosted. Oh my uh, god, why would you play him and not manifold? Hundred percent, right? Or uh, Falcon? Like, yeah, you you just like, what are you doing? <clears throat> All right, so keep on moving. Uh, Manifold, this guy. We, we already talked about him. We can. Yeah, we are carry two, too good. And then Black Manta Goon, we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I think we'll be good. Eh, we'll we'll take a quick glance at top twenty-five. So, uh, who do you, who do you think should be in the top twenty? Who's not? Ooh. Maybe you can scan down the list. Oh, sorry, that Aquaman is a monster, and also ridiculously good. The tentacles, so, yeah. Can you play? Map. Can you play team ups in? No, no. And and pop? No, okay. No, but he doesn't need it. Because yeah. The... So, so let's actually let's circle back to this because I want to show you Corey Franklin's team at the in the recent Gong Guy two v two who played a really cool monster team. And we can talk talk about the synergy uh, there. But, but let's answer this question first before we yeah. move on. So what do you think? So I have my own answer, but I'm curious what you guys think. What, what Who do you think down this list should be higher up? Uh, Kazar. Kazar is very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Common Superman yet. I don't know why he's not on this list. Uh, the fact uh, possibly, that... possibly Auntie May. Uh, Lex? Why the hell Lex is, he so is the low? one I was going to say. I think Lex pairs so ridiculously good with Necron. Mm-hmm. It's just disgusting. Mm-hmm. He gives Necron that, you know, unoutwittable outwit with some monster range that can see over and through everything. Yep. <laughs> but you would have to play him at higher points. You have to play Necron at the 75 point. You do so not, because him. they are both... Or sorry, you... Uh, it, that's sorry to get the outwit. Yes. Only if, but you you just have to play the goon who's fifteen points, and then Necron is higher. He's point. talking about a three way. Yeah. No, no. Oh, geez, Clay, you're the man. You're right, hundred percent. Dang. See. All right. I got it. I got it. I see where you're going with this. No, good call. Good call. Is BTU common Superman even on this list? Uh, dude, we're down in the forties. Uh, Martian Manhunter. Why is Martian so low? God, should be higher, right? He's, he's much better with the team up card. 
Yeah, but the fact yeah. that it's just, you know, the really nice outsiders is good. Red Skull, why the hell is he 49? You think he's good? Yeah. He's, he is good. He's just a he's just kind of like a slight he's just a slightly crappier version of Doctor Strange. That's kind of the yes. And they're the same points for 40. They both do a cool leadership. He had like people are sleeping on the fact that he, it, it, that he has the, the the reflexes, the mastermind, the toughness. He makes the good uh, Hydra agents, the pulse waver and the other leadership one. Mm-hmm. And he's outwit and close combat expert. So, so oh, come get me. I'm going to punch you. Or I'm going to shoot you. You know, there's the black hand we were talking about. Uh, I think I think Brainiac should be a little higher. I don't think so. I'm actually yeah, surprised. This high. There, there's, there's equally good outwitters. Yeah. Well, there's a cheap leadership, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's a wild card, which has been. But I would totally play Red Skull over him for 10 points more. Yes. Okay, that's fair. Who has those two things, but is actually a real threat. Um, yeah. Wow. I don't even see Common Superman. Like, so that was the one thing that we, when we were, uh, Peepers is really low, too. Um, the fact that, God, why is Peeper so low? You put him with Manifold, now he gets across the board with Ivy, and you have two man, uh, two Empowers. Come on, people. Oh. And he's a... <laughs> And he's another. Oh, you're guy. here. He's number eighty-two. Your Superman is number eighty-two. Okay. Oh. Uh, here's that Starfire I was talking about. She's really good. Yeah, I know. Like Scott Crampton loves her, and she is That's... she's super efficient for twenty-five points. Yeah, he's the yeah. one that definitely turned me on to her. I was playing a team where I keyword cheated her on uh, with Deathstroke, mm-hmm. and I was doing some some shenanigans with her. There he is. There he is, number eighty-two. So I like playing him at 75 points. Like this is this um, is your guy. This is my dude. Uh the reason why I like playing him at 75 is multiple reasons. A, he's got the rally die manipulation. So God forbid you roll like garbage, he's gonna pull action tokens off of people. Two, he provides the Superman team ability to your entire team if you have wild cards, and he's a wild card himself. So forget stealth. Three He's one of the only characters that I've seen so far that blows up brown. <coughs> How many times have we played on two by two maps where there's lots of walls and shooters just having a rough time? Let him running shot right through some walls and shoot some people. And the biggest reason why to play him, right, is the fact He'll that stop. when he hits somebody, you can choose that they can't use stop. Yeah. How many of those top five to eight guys have a stop click? Well, there's only one that matters. And it's uh, it's Deathstroke. Blue Marvel and Deathstroke, actually. Yeah. Right? You hit either one of them because he does four damage when he shoots. And if you've put a JLA or an Avenger on the team, now he's a 12 for four. Blast him and watch either one of them just incinerate. And he can carry around an emp- enhancement. Yep. Done. Now it's five. Congratulations. You just incinerated anybody. Black Adam, who? Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's take a quick look at November, and then we'll dig into the the teams from Gongai. So as you said, Necron is number one again. This is only from five days of data. Uh, we're recording on November fifth, but again, twenty seven teams within the past five days. Uh, Orb. Uh, this guy is so 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 good. You are crit hitting. Is- 
literally a monster. <laughs> yeah, you are crit hitting all the time. So I played, I got, I pulled him in in league, and I was playing sealed. This is sealed, right? Um, I literally crit hit four times a game. Yeah. Yeah, I think on the last podcast, I think when we were looking at the 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 Wheels of Vengeance list, I said that he has a seven out of thirty-two chance. That was totally wrong. He has a one out of three chance in rolling a critical hit. Dude, that yeah, like he's so good, so so good. Can you explain that math to me? Why it's one out? (laughs) Yeah, because the one can appear on either die. (laughs) Okay. So uh, the one die you have. Uh, six chances of rolling, okay. and then the other die you have six chances. Oh, uh, so it's two out of six. That's what you're trying to say. It's one third, and it's actually higher than that. Well, because you could also roll a six, two sixes. That's that is true. You, you, oh, you're, like tr- you're, yeah, 33 percent chance. I think that's. Right so I think that's. Oh, on top of the double ones, right? So that would be 36%. Sorry, so it's uh, the two ones would be, uh, there are 11 combinations, and then the critical hit itself is the 12th. And so that's 12 out of 36, which is one out of three. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Oh, that guy's pain in the butt. And he has energy explosion when he does it. (laughs) And you're hitting, and they're knocking him back, right? Yeah, because it's still a crit. It's a crit. Or because they're doubles. Yes. It's, it's the yeah. doubles that make it knockback. So you're turning it into ones. Double ones, which is still knockback, yeah. Yeah, this guy's very, He's going to see a lot of play in Pulp. Um, Amazing. <clears throat> another new friend is Blackheart. Yep. So I, I was initially disappointed when I saw him compared to our other Blackheart. Uh, because that guy is, is very good. Uh, but he does some cool stuff. So free, choose up to two adjacent friendly characters with a monster or mystical keyword and place them in a square of hindering uh, hindering terrain within range and line of range, then place the chosen character adjacent to Blackheart. So he gets support over two people within five squares, right? That were adjacent yep. to him. And that were adjacent get... to him. But uh, that can also be increased. So you, you know, I was going to say shield, shield that up. Whatever, so that could be eight. And it is just a square of hindering within range, so it's not even line of fire. Yeah. Yep. Then, of course, Jeff, tell him about the second trait. <laughs> uh, so at the be- brimstone, at the beginning of your turn, generate a fire smoke terrain marker uh, in a square within range. Again, not within line of fire. At the beginning of your next turn, even if this power is lost, uh, you deal one damage to each character occupying that marker. Uh and then remove so, that marker. Yeah, so of course, smoke free... terrain is hindering, so he can yeah. generate his own place square to move to. Jeez, that's cute. So, he's, that's, the best so he's basically he's like really, really amazing TK. And pretty much what he does is he moves himself that far out, and then they get plus one because obviously you're gonna be smart and put it in front of that him. Yeah. Right. So God. hopefully. So if he's still occupying that square, he does deal a damage to himself, correct? Yes, but he has damage reducers. Ah, there you go. Yeah. So it sounds like you pair this guy with some really sweet mystical characters, which are littered throughout the entirety of the set. 
Mm-hmm. Or monsters, right? Or like, monsters, yeah. yeah. Which are both littered throughout the entire set. Of so, so with that, let's go jump over to Corey's team because I think it, it'll All be right. interesting to talk about how some of these monsters we just saw would <coughs> pair with this team. Uh, it's the third place, Corey Franklin. There you go. Dinosaur Nation. All right. All right. So you're talking about Aquaman on this team, correct? Oh, it's a water team. So does everybody on here have... The dolphin symbol? No. I think just Necron doesn't seem like he does it in Black Hand. Necron doesn't. But yeah. Aquaman, Killer Croc. And he's Symbiote playing doesn't either. Symbiote doesn't either. Okay, so half the team. Oh, okay. I thought that was a, the attachment. Okay. Can't play equipment in Pulp, you said. No, you're, the, you're the, right. The Symbiote rarism is an amazingly efficient piece. Yeah, he's got super senses with okay, so just regular Five senses. Clicks of death for for thirty points. So he people are playing him because he's durable. Is what you're saying? He's totally durable, but you could easily swap him out with some of these new alternatives that we just saw. I think the weak piece on this is Black Hand. I think yeah. it's really easy to drop him. He definitely he was, becomes uh, orb. He becomes yeah. an orb. That's I 100%. agree completely. Yeah. Or right, so he becomes. What does this team do? He could also become your uh, your Blackheart. Fifty points. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect uh, trade, right? So Croc will start like up to six squares out, and then he can port into water terrain. So if you win map, like he's he's getting somewhere, right? He's gonna mess something up. And if he's in water terrain, his blades is is printed instead of one. So. Like, he's banking on winning map or being in water terrain, right? So he's going to port over. He's going to start six squares out, port four, and then charge for ten. Or stretch for five, excuse me. So full board reach, if my math works out, on a mat, small map. Mm-hmm. And he's going to swing for six if you're on the Lantis throne room. Uh, Aquaman has those tentacles that we talked about. And then he also gives... And power to anyone with the dolphin symbol uh, on the map, right? So I think it's still better to roll the blades for Killer Croc if he's on the water map. But if he's not, then you go with the empower, right? So it's kind of a backup plan. Or you, if you get like enough of the tentacles next to wherever Killer Croc is going, well, Killer Croc's damage is a three. So he's almost always going to get a three. But if you can get guarantee yourself a Ooh. five, like yeah. two guys with empower, why are you rolling blades? But the, yeah, yeah, look at the tentacle. Empower itself. And the trick is that if they don't occupy water, you have to KO it. But on the water map, yeah, cares? Yeah. And then they have Quake with a giant reach of three. So you just start spawning those things all over the place. Like, I mean, it, you know, what a, what a nightmare of a team to deal with. No, Corey always has very thoughtful teams. Like, I like it. I thought it was great. I loved this when I saw it. Yeah. Second killer croc. Uh, and he does not have, so he's got charge flurry, but does not have speed if he occupies water terrain, right? So again, uh, eight square charge mm-hmm. blades, or and he gets through the shape change on those annoying characters. Uh, yeah, dude, definitely, I like Very, it. Very uh, reminiscent of the old Suicide Squad um, mm-hmm. killer, uh, the, the shark guy. Um, yes, Killer Croc. Or no, uh, Killer Shark. No. Is it King Shark. King Shark, there, thank, you, Shark. thank you, thank you. From uh, Harley Quinn and the Gotham Girls. Yep, that thing was dope. And it had a sick ass sculpt. 
But now there's a map <laughs> that really lets it sing. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll take a look at the cup, top couple teams here just to give some people ideas of what to play for this event coming up in uh, two weeks, it looks like. Uh, so Miles Kane and Teresa Cobain, Cobain uh, got first place. That's impressive. Good job, Miles. Good job, Teresa. Detective got team. Awesome. Teresa. <clears throat> so Martian uh, did well. Fred, I love it. Uh, passenger four with the 18 defend. Yeah, yeah, Roland, if you're listening I thought to this, that Fred is, all yeah, those I thought Fred is like really underrated. I mean, there mm -hmm. are so few great taxis. Yes. And, and so he and he is a taxi without conditions. TK leadership defend. Like, boy, what a great piece. So, so why is that your friend, baby? Why I like him is because he's got the sidestep, right? So if you're starting up yeah. on the straight line, it's hard to carry the four people. So you carry your two with the sidestep. And then you pick up your other four, and then you, you pick up your other two, and then you go seven. So yes. the repositioning mm -hmm. to get the four max four is a lot better. Uh, Blue Marvel, we know he's already good. Uh, Velma, she has Outwit Prob. This is from the starter. Okay, yes. interesting. Sidestep and ignores characters. That's huge. Where's my oh, get that until later on, she though. So it's all about the Outwit Prob. Yeah, she gets that on the back half. Boop. Uh, Moon Knight, this guy's cool. 35 points for a perplex, uh, cheap running shot with a precision strike to help get through a lot of the senses that's there. Misty Knight is giving. Who's she giving to Texas? Yeah. Who's she, she giving to Texas? Blue Marvel. Blue Marvel, okay. Good call. Thank you, sir. And Batgirl. So Team Titan. She was perplex. And giving everyone uh, Batman if they had a Teen Titans team ability, which okay. I don't think any of them do. So, again, just to preface this, this was a 2v2 event, uh, and it's Highlander between the two teams. So, that's why you're not going to see, you're going to see, teams are going to be a little skewed. But, like, this is a super solid team, right? Like, obviously, well, you got to remember, there is no, it, it is Highlander in, um, Pulp, anyway, you can't have more than one of the same figure. Again, but this is Highlander. But yes, thank you for that. You mean it's Highlander true between the two Highlander, right? Like extreme Highlander between the two teams. Yeah. Okay. So they're not going to repeat figures between the two players. Okay. <clears throat> uh, we got our Deathstroke, which we know is good. Raven, uh, she was really low on the list that we just looked at. Uh, Necron. Probably... Oh, go ahead. Say it's probably because she's expensive. She's a little. Expensive for pulp. Fifty point perplex phasing can't. Oh, she can carry one person. Yeah. TK. She's and good, then, but she doesn't. She's not like broken. I guess is the best way of saying it. Yeah, she brings out Red Raven, which is always always good. Uh, Necron for that sneaky late game. We got Witch, uh, who's actually probably one of the cheaper TKs perplexes. Ten more. Uh, was it five more points, and you get a uh, leadership with Strange. Mm-hmm. With that, and it's unthemed, so they probably needed the point somewhere. Manifold we talked about being really good. Uh, this magic, I like her. 30 points, uh, super senses, perplex, leadership. Perplex. I'm not perplex, excuse me, prob. I misspoke. And uh, X-Men is free, right? But I don't think she has too many X-Men friends. Oh, Manifold should have X-Men. Oh, he can yeah. wild card. And then... 
Deathstroke can wildcard it. So that's cool. And a goon for the extra Necronness. So congrats to those gents. And uh, just a sad farewell to uh, to Walter, as this was his last Heroclix event. Oh, really? He's quitting. He's out. He said, bye, Felicia. Say la vie. So it's always sex- just a pause. Let's just let's let or at least let's hope it's just a pause. Or should we take a moment of silence for for Chip quitting HeroClix? I'm okay. All right. Uh, Deathstroke, hundred points as you guys said. You guys like it. Uh, that militant defend. Uh, Falcon, Blue Marvel, Red Widow. So it looks like you really did was- what I expected. Falcon Chip, playing everything, all the good stuff. Yeah, Falcon carries Blue Marvel. Uh, or Red Widow walk through the other one so the other one could do the thing. Militant moves Deathstroke because he'll copy the the Hydra team ability. Mm-hmm. Cute. And his teammate Richard Johnson. That's uh, a dick with a dick, right? <laughs> but I'm bummed. Uh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Good job, Clay. Catch up. <laughs> I'm thinking, and he, he, he got it. All right. <laughs> uh, war. Why? Uh, I'm surprised to see war, especially because you can't get the equipment. Um, yeah. I, I. He's not getting the plus one attack and defense. He's not getting the steel energy. Oh, no. Does he? No. Oh, oh. APOC probably gives him the steel energy. Actually, I'm an idiot. APOC gives him the plus one attack and defense. But it's like running shot psych pen. I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, working with what you got, maybe? That's fair. But uh, I guess it's hard to kill the APOC because he's a construct version. Yes. <laughs> but again, he's... I don't like it. All right. Sorry, Richard. Uh, Black hand. Cool. Not really. TK. So I don't Jeff, like this team. Yeah. I, well, that's why I didn't win, but... So <laughs> let's uh so speaking of winning, let's jump over to go to explore teams okay. and then do pulp modern pulp and then drop down like go down to the bottom and and go one show more and uh let's see where is it a little bit further sorry vines and graves on the left side in the upper right, upper left. This is the team that I played at Atomic. We did a win a brick there. And so, you, you know, you may be able to piece together what this team looked like just from what I was enthusiastic about earlier when we were going through the oh, modern. I, <laughs> 100% see it. All right. But uh, it, this was a beastly team. Um, you know, and, and we, and just, you know, Necron getting pumped up from Shield and the Goon. Uh, you know, you have leader for prob, and then and then they get close, and poison ivy just tears them apart. But poison ivy and 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 manifold are such an amazing combo too, because like if if they don't come to me, I can just I have an amazing alpha strike with poison yes, ivy do. and manifold too, right? And how often were you alpha striking compared to just reacting? I uh, I did not ever alpha strike with poison ivy. Did I you? found actually what I what I did more often than not was just uh, use my team to encircle 
Necron so that he himself could not get poisoned IV, poison IV'd. And then he was shooting for like, so I would TK out with leader, sidestep, move the move others and give him a nine range. And I'd be, you know, shooting to like square, what, 17 mm-hmm. on turn one. Kills, hit, hit something and now he's at, you know, click one or two. Um, and then he's in stealth. He's, I'm surrounded by my own team. He has combat reflexes. And I mean, just a beast. So this, this was a really great team. That Uh, is not worth your play style. The Lex is really good too. I mean, you just have so many pieces. Everybody's running around without wit. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. This this is really good. Richard almost got me with, uh, we played our, the final round. Um, uh, he almost got me. He was playing a Gotham City Underworld team, and I think okay. he came down to our last roll. So I didn't roll over him, but I, but uh, but it was a really good team. I really liked this map a lot. Um, yeah. So why why did you choose this map? So basically, I like the long map, uh, okay. so I can't get alpha striked, and okay. and. Uh, it's outdoors. It has lots of annoying elevation, of which Necron does not care about at all. <laughs> and so, it is true. How many uh-huh. rounds did you guys play, or did you do top four? Just, How did... We did three rounds. So, okay, not a huge sample size, but I I would definitely play the team again. Love no, that. no, for sure. I'm just trying to get an idea. Um, what'd you get in your brick? Like most importantly? Yeah. So I just opened that up t- uh, today. Two weeks later. <laughs> or sorry, yesterday, yeah, we were playing because so my son and I always we don't we don't I don't crack it open immediately. I always play sealed games with my kids, just such make a sure that every piece gets played. Uh, and I the other brick that was divided up was a brick with a, a um, the Superman, the uh, deceased Superman. So I was already, I was a little nervous going home. Well, it turned out we pulled an Ultra Chase. Yep, you got the and Ultra the Chase. And the one right next to it was Let's... the Black Lantern, Lantern Superman. Superman. So, no. And we Very also nice. got a, a Prime <clears throat> Rachel Ghoul, too. So it was quite a good brick. Yes, yes, yes. Very cool. Oh. Nice. That was worth worth the win. That's very good. Definitely. Congratulations again, sir. That's awesome. Thanks. So we gave you guys some ideas of what to play for the side event coming up at our... Majestic's ICQ. Uh, again, the date is November 18th through the 19th. Uh, just a segue into that. The main event, of course, is going to be bronze. Uh, $30 entry. Doors open at 10. Event starts at 11. Uh, it's going to be Swiss rounds with a cut to top four or eight, depending on the number of entries. Correct. Um, which you guys can see the breakdown here. It's always the same for, for our events. Uh Vegas is going to be popping that weekend, y'all. It is Formula One. So any of you race fans out there, like this is the weekend to go to Vegas. Um, I can on Sunday. Give you, I can, hold on. Before you go any farther with that one, I'm going to give everyone a hot tip for when it comes to trying to get a hotel room. If you can get a hotel room off of Boulder Highway in Las Vegas, you have a better chance of getting something cheaper or staying in Henderson instead of Las Vegas because you're still close enough to the store, but you are not technically in Las Vegas, so you may save money. Uh, 
that's that's a very good tip because everything like I, the hotels I was looking at were uh, were a little more on the pricey side, but dude, that that's very helpful. Thank you, sir. Uh, Sunday side events. Uh, I'm sure there'll be side events once top top cut goes to. So it's going to be five dollar Royal Rumble event. Uh, I'm not sure what that's going to be. And then as we discussed, it's going to be pulp on Sunday uh, with some. What's up? I said woohoo. <laughs> yeah, uh, so pulp it up, friends. <sighs> and so, do you want me to yeah. explain a Royal Rumble event? Maybe help you out there. Oh a bit? yeah, like if if you have the details, like I'd love it. Uh, so I can't. This is not official. I'm just going to talk about how Royal Rumble of games have played in the past in Las Vegas. So, right like so. I said, I can't say this is going to happen or not. In the past, Royal Rumble games play exactly like the royal rumble in a wwe event that you would normally watch you have so many people in the actual event one comes out every so many uh minutes Mm -hmm. or rounds right uh that's usually what he does is like every round either someone new comes out maybe two people come out or every so many minutes a new contestant comes out depending on the size of the event obviously uh there's a point limit on the value of the guy that you can bring in there may be other additional uh restrictions such as like no two by twos or one by twos or something like that uh check the event and the details for that and it just plays like a giant free-for-all that's why it's only five bucks right Mm -hmm. uh it's fun because you never know what's going to happen it's got a lot of the mind game aspects to it where you're making partnerships if you ever watched a Royal Rumble, where mm-hmm. you're trying to knock everyone out and be the last man standing. It's a so, very cool event. It's fun. It's not competitive. It's fun, Hero Clicks. So in theory, you're going to team up with someone, but in the end, you guys are going to have to fight each other. So Cor- Correct. <laughs> Choose your uh, friends I've, wisely. I remember one Royal Rumble a long time ago where we had... Uh, the, it's not the Witch King Angmar. It's the Saruman, Sauron, the big mm-hmm. guy, uh, versus like I think it was uh, movie Hulk going at it each other. And there was one guy in the corner <laughs> who was playing a black cat because he forgot his figure, and <laughs> black cat almost won because uh, in the Royal Rumble, if you get knocked out of the ring, you're also uh, oh, knocked out wow. of the event. So uh, that person was trying to knock people out to win that way. But unfortunately, he got third because the one thing you couldn't do to big figures was not come back. Oh, that's funny. So bring your your Storm from X of Swords. You could do that, right? Just keep that in mind. Uh, A lot of people like bringing powerhouses. And if you thought of it, Someone else has probably thought of it, so try and be creative, or at least do something really cool. I like it. I like it. Uh, so that is our next big event coming up, happening about two weeks, week and a half from mm-hmm. now. Um, December 2nd, I'm going to be hosting an event at my new store. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I've not been in my usual location. I've been in a big transition. Uh, some very big things and very exciting things are happening personally for me and my business. So December 2nd is going to be another Bronze Age ICQ. Um, I'll work on throwing some side events in there. Maybe we can make it a two-day event. Just uh, depends how things uh, work out. And then the grand humbug of things 
is going to be our invitational uh, for all the invitees that have won their uh, qualification, which I believe is both of you two gentlemen, right? I was one of the first ones to get it. Um, <clears throat> you both were that, that weekend, right? Because you guys both made top four at the invitational and at the 1K. So January 5th, 6th, 7th. Uh, it also is going to be at my new location. Uh, it's going to be a three-day event. So it sounds like Friday morning, or Friday morning, I believe, is going to be the last chance qualifier. Um, so anyone that hasn't qualified yet, um, we're going to do one last event. It's just going to be some rounds of Swiss, depending on the number of players. Uh, the top half will qualify. And then later in the uh, afternoon, we're going to do Team Sealed. So it gives the people actually in the Invitational a chance to play. So it's going to be an Avengers-themed Team Sealed. Uh, so it'll be teams of three. And you're going to get six boosters of different Avengers sets. Uh, oh, interesting. Huh. So old Silver Age, like, all right, excuse me, Copper Age stuff with, like, skinny bases you're gonna get some silver age things you're gonna get bronze age stuff and you're gonna get some modern sets right and last year was really fun uh seeing what you guys built with your x-men stuff right it was it was really interesting there were some cool interactions so this year is going to be avengers themed um saturday gonna be the main event right uh <clears throat> with all the invitationals anyone who won an event will get a first round buy uh, if you qualified by having it passed down, you got to play the first round. And then Sunday we'll do some fun, another fun event. Maybe I've been talking about doing a Bronze Age pulp. I'm curious to see how that would look and what would be brought in. Uh, right. I see your look. What What are your thoughts on your on that, Patrick? I see that look on your face. Uh, so we just recently tried Silver Age pulp out here, and yeah. to be honest, uh, I don't remember too many people playing too many Silver Age things in that because. The problem with it is the point disparity For is sure. that newer age guys are way more efficient. And the only people that ever played anything that was not modern was because they did a cool effect. And unfortunately, as I stated before in the beginning, pulp is about strategy and placement and fundamentals, which doesn't work well with guys whose stats drop like rocks, right? Just because you do something cool. Right. Uh, and the newer guys like, yeah, maybe I die faster, but my numbers are far superior and stop. Now you're dead. Right. Uh, I would say oh. the difference would be uh, I don't remember here. I didn't go to the event, but I don't remember too many people saying they were playing guys with 10 range. That could be the big difference is that I believe there's more people with 10 range in yeah. a bronze age. Um, Overdrive. But as as we've said in the past, <laughs> Bronze Age is very much modern age figures with old elements added in, right? Yeah. Uh, so like you said, if it's, if it's mostly been no playing modern age, right, then making a bronze isn't going to really change what things are, right? Correct, but then I guess my I guess my question is why bother then at that point if Bronze Age is like adding in all the additional elements that were in the past, but in Pulp there is no additional elements, it's just figures. I think that uh, but I guess there's a bunch hurt. of really, really great pulp figures that were just retired. Mm -hmm. And there were a, a bunch of, as we just talked about, a bunch of really great pulp figures added in Notorious. We know there are more coming in. 
Wheels of Vengeance. So I actually think expanding that format is a very interesting. Uh, like we'll see, we'll see what happens, right? Yeah, it's not going to hurt. That I guess that's exactly. my point. Is it's not going to hurt, but do not think that it's like Bronze Age modern. No, no, it's going to be. It's it's definitely going to be a lot more modern figures. But I I just want curious what older what people are going to play that's older, right? To see what tries, see what doesn't work. It's Movie it's Hulk. a fun event. So. Movie Hulk is not allowed because it's from a gravity feature. <gasps> Good remembering. <sighs> I know. I know. I wanted it so bad. That's why I was initially, when we initially talked about doing a Bronze Age popper event, mm-hmm. he was 100% on my radar. But because of the pulp restrictions, not being from a, a five-figure booster set. But gravity feeds are legal. I think you misspoke, Jeff. So gravity oh. feeds are, do have the same combat symbol. Or the same uh-huh. set symbol I, as the main set. It's the it fast forces that have a different. As long that the I, easy way of saying it is, as long as the symbol of the set is the same as a primary set, you may play the figure. So, yep. for examples, the fan, uh, the fan four uh, starter kit that was like just like the six Cosmic or eight Clash. guys, Cosmic Clash. Oh. You can't play it because it's not tied to a regular set. Same thing, you can't play Streets of Gotham because it's not the symbol is not the same, but you could play the Batman gravity feed figures because the Street Batman Gotham set I thought was the main the set. It, it has not a not. figure booster. Well, Correct. neither is uh, Avengers movie. Correct, it's not tied to a main set, so you can't play it. That, but Clay was just telling me I could. Sorry, I, I you know, I said the gravity feeds. So yeah, I, I thought you were thinking, I was thinking like the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, or sorry, uh, Galactic Guardians had a gravity feed. Right. That where they were like yes. 201 yes. through 210. 100%, right? Those are, because they have the same set symbol, but because uh, Avengers Forever didn't have, I mean, Avengers movie didn't have a five-figure booster set. It was only gravity feed. Yeah. You can't play, like, you can't play Eternals, Correct. right? I'll tell you what, we are clearly very, very confused about this, but I will clear it all up by adding a, uh, I'll add silver and bronze age pulp to HC units, and then you can just follow those, follow the team builder there. (laughs) Because if you're ever unsure of the rules, go to HC realms. That's why I usually give the explanation if you want to do a bronze age pulp with like an older set like hulk or superman because a hot take a really good bronze age figure that i just thought of uh from superman would be superwoman really effective figure for 75 points of hypersonic speed super strength in bone very good all right so like we always say bronze age is uh the team builders format so i'm excited to see what concoctions these uh builders come up with Mm-hmm. all right well thank you gentlemen for your time hope you guys enjoyed listening uh until next time don't forget to practice rolling your dice guys good night all right